This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello, and welcome to Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio, on Highway 10 East, on the way to Palm Springs winter break with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barcelia. We are using our somewhat hastily <laughs> jury-rigged <laughs> mobile setup today. I would have said MacGyvered. 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 And we have the laptop going with Mixcraft backing up all of our audio. And we have Winamp connecting us to the good people at Move Radio. We have the Zoom H4N handy recorder as a backup for our audio. And I am currently holding the Samson C01U or C01U USB studio condenser. We are both clipped in with these fancy lavalier style lapel mics. Today we will be talking about Megan? <laughs> Line dance? <laughs> yes. We will be talking about line dance today. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it. All right. It's been a long car ride thus far. <laughs> yes, we've been driving since last night so that we can attend and teach at Palm Springs Winter Break with Darren Bailey and Amy Bailey and Ruben Luna, Michael Barr, Michelle Burton, Luann Schemmel. It'll be a good time, I think. We have our friends Alex Young and Jackie Patino also attending. We have the are the Rogerses coming? I don't know, actually. <laughs> It'll be a fun surprise for us if they are. J.P. Potter is our DJ. Even though he doesn't live here anymore, I guess he was previously scheduled to be the DJ, so I'm pretty sure he's still on board. If not, it would probably end up being our DJ Trentacosti. Um, I believe it's John. Is it John Trentacosti? It is DJ Trentacosti. <laughs> Uh, I think it's John also. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and we will be flamingos on Sunday at the apex of the event. As that is the theme for the day. The day before that will be You Light Up My World, I think. About lighting up your life or your world or your night or something like that, but it's all—it's about light. Yes. We drove through rain. We drove through a couple of bits of hydroplaning. We slept in an actual building last night. I'm very proud of us. We've come such a long way. Cost thirty-eight dollars plus tax. I think it was forty dollars and change. All said and done big fan of Button Willow. Yes. If you were ever doing travels across the state of California from north to south or south to north, 
I highly recommend stopping over in Buttonwillow for reasonable rates and safe environment. Lots of gas stations. They do have a Starbucks. They do. Not that we stopped in this time. Nope. What have been some of the things that we've been doing so far this year that we touched on last week that may be making us healthier and more mentally balanced individuals? <laughs> I don't know if mentally balanced is <laughs> a proper way to describe me, but you at least. I think the additional sleep is helping get me on, on those lines. <laughs> um, I've been without caffeine for almost two weeks now. So those who know me know that that's quite the uh, achievement there. Um, and other than that, just, you know, eating healthier and sleeping. Sleeping's good. Like, you know, I always talk about how much I like food and sleep. And yet, you know, I would hardly ever eat and I'd hardly ever sleep. Now I get to do both, so that's nice. Yeah, when we were at uh, 7-Eleven this morning, we were looking for something to kind of refuel us. You mentioned that you didn't see any of the usual things as being attractive or appetizing, appetizing for you. And usually I would look in the energy drink area and see which one have I not tried yet just recreationally not even because I needed one but just because I you know I'm on a road trip so I'm supposed to get an energy drink every so often but we have not had any ever since Motor City Dance Classic when Jamie Marshall the lovely Jamie Marshall told us that we should not drink any more of those because we will die and we don't want to, and we don't want, mostly we don't want to make her sad. We don't want to let her down. So we were looking at water instead and comparing all the different bottle colors and designs and price per ounce. And I ended up getting a deal on uh, two of these 7-Eleven select bottles, two for two dollars. <coughs> We've got the Crystal Boot Awards coming up this weekend. We had Strictly Line Dance last weekend the lineup for that was appropriate for that kind of dancing. Is that your way of saying you don't remember who was on the lineup? Oh, I remember I remember a few of them. Rebecca, Roy and Fiona, Shane, Fred. Pretty sure Guillaume did a post about it. And like these are the sorts of people that you would expect to see at something like Strictly Line Dance higher difficulty level, complexity level, um, really hardcore dancers. It's the New Line crowd in the UK. And I've heard them describe that level of dance as like beginner, improver, intermediate, advanced, New Line. I would like to attend one of those events one of these days. But I'm pretty sure next year has already sold out. That sounds about right. It's a smaller room, and while they probably could expand and sell more tickets, part of the charm of the event is kind of its exclusivity. Somewhat like last year's experience in New Orleans, where I was kind of surprised at how quickly it sold out, but then it did create this exclusive group of people who were there and got 
to experience things like the debut of Straight to the Castle and Kissing Strangers and other high energy or very interesting dances. Palm Springs will be a different experience from either of those events. It's on the smaller side. It's a little more out of the way. You can fly into Palm Springs, but it's much cheaper to fly into Ontario in Southern California and then drive the rest of the way, about an hour to get there. Or you can drive like us, which is what we're doing. And it's kind of a family atmosphere, you'd say? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I know from last year we had um, you know, people of all ages, like, I think there was uh, one one lady even brought her her son and her baby, and she had one of those like carriers that she put over the front of her, and she was dancing with her baby who had his own uh, headphones or whatever, so the, the sound didn't disturb him too much. And then of course you had us, and then you had people upwards of age, upwards in age of us. Yeah, maybe I should just focus on the driving. Good idea. So. For this trip, compared to, say, next week's trip to Big Bang, we have the freedom of packing all kinds of things if we want because we have the car. Yep. But still, it seems like we managed to keep on the trimmer, leaner, meaner side. I had just recently purchased an under-seat friendly roller bag sold at Costco with the intent of carrying it onto Frontier and Spirit flights where all you're given for free is the space under your seat. You have your big Starbucks looking bag which is a, a full size suitcase and then whatever else is loose here in the car. What have been some of your necessities for this trip. I know neither of us packed a lot of food because we know we can just get it on the road somewhere when we arrive or on the way. So that just left what we think we would need for the trip, non-food or drink-wise. Well, to be fair, part of the reason why I packed so light this trip, whereas normally I would be like, ah, I'll take my largest suitcase, which is the largest that they come in. Um, whereas this one is actually made for care, um, overhead storage on airplanes, so it's a smaller suitcase, um, is mostly because I don't want to do laundry on Monday or Tuesday right before we have to leave for Big Bang. And I just finished doing all my laundry of all my dance stuff. So I was very particular about what I chose to bring. Um, I thought about who was going to be there. It's a Michael and Michelle event. So I certainly packed my Boogie Till the Cows Come Home t-shirt, which is another one of their events. Um, since Darren and Amy will both be there, I grabbed both of their shirts. And so I will be wearing two of, uh, you know, one of those each. So that's already three days worth of clothing. So then all I have left is um, going to be, I have one outfit that I call it my Joe outfit because I, it's a matching t-shirt that I have with Joe or a tank top with Joe. And then I have this um, really pretty tan over shawl thing that I packed. And then just a, a few little things 
like a, a nice a couple nice t-shirt t-shirts uh blouses to wear at night for open dance and then i packed my tutu because we're going to be flamingos and i imagine that will be too too cute <laughs> something like that i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see how you like your tutu indeed I brought also my Darren shirt and my Amy shirt. And I'm currently wearing my Boogie Till the Cows Come Home shirt, as you are. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I brought a fourth shirt, Boots and Buckles. Bay Area Line Dance Connection is what that one says. I also brought a few overshirts. I'm glad that I didn't bring an overshirt for today because it is already warming up. It's supposed to be 73 degrees Fahrenheit, which I think is what, like 37 Celsius for those of us abroad. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the conversions in my head. I should know them because it's part of my schooling, but. Oh well. I guess you'll just flunk out of that test. <laughs> you'll get by on your looks. And the other shirts that I do have for the remaining parts of the weekend are the pink shirt, which I can say because I don't think anybody who will be attending the event this weekend will be tuning in live to this episode, so I can spoil the surprise for everyone after the fact, I guess. Um, I've got my pink shirt for Flamingo Day on Sunday, and then I have my nice red plaid from uh, the demoing with Funkin uh, demoing of Funkin Feel It at Windy City 2016 with Rachel, and then my nice blue plaid from competing at probably everything Worlds Florida. It goes well with my vest, so I have those two overshirts. Kind of brings some professionalism to what otherwise is going to be a very sweaty me up on stage doing the lessons on Saturday and Sunday. We are driving past one of those fake trees that has cell phone tower dishes sticking out of it. That one was kind of convincing, I guess, if you squint one eye and close the other. <laughs> there was one a while back that looked like a palm tree. I didn't point that one out, but that one was neat looking as well. So that's what I got for shirts. I have my two pairs of nice dance pants that I don't wear to anything but events. And they were both from the store Buckle. They are, I believe, 2832 boot cut, which you don't just find on any old department store racks. I had to pay a little extra for these. They're a nice, smooth to the touch material. They look denim-y enough to you know, fit in with a normal jeans crowd and they're stretchy, just a little bit stretchy. Little form-fitting. I'm all right with that. Very comfortable. I feel like you're all right with that too from that look, as you nod. I also have my, <laughs> I have my dance shoes that you bought me, and there's a separate side compartment in my bag just for shoes on either side, which I think is nifty never had that in a bag before and I brought three pairs of undies three pairs of socks maybe four pairs of socks and 
two belts. One has a buckle, and the other is just a standard belt that you know just has like the prong in the middle. The other one though is my nice buckle belt, where it's got the fancy buckle that you click into place. That one I'll be using for my teach. Really just up in the game completely for my first and depending how it goes, possibly last teach at a major event. I think it'll go great. We've had plenty of practice with this dance. I want to spoon, which we'll be teaching on Sunday and will be released on Sunday. So even though we were allotted 45 minutes, I think it'll take 10, maybe 15. Enough sections of it are similar to other dances that people can build on their previous knowledge and kind of chunk those steps in with what they know. And the things that they don't know, they can learn without many repetitions. Can't Walk Away, which we'll be teaching on Saturday, may be a little bit longer and trickier because we will also have modifications to that dance for taking out turns and so on. So it's really like teaching one and a half dances. You're teaching the dance itself as it was choreographed as well as the other version that varies in a few different locations of the steps. I also packed for toiletries, toothbrush, toothpaste. I don't think I brought my floss this time. That's all right. A razor, deodorant, which we both share the same fragrance of, Old Spice, Desperado, kind of our dance scent at this point after this many events. Hair product. Hair product, uh, was some kind of pomade, I believe. A comb. And all the tech stuff. The tech stuff is where we really get elaborate. Because all the other items were just necessities. You have to wear clothes to these events. They really prefer if you do. Um, I have my hat to you know match all of my outfits. I just brought the black one. And I have my toiletries. So, I mean, in addition to, what, pajamas? That's the stuff you really need. Everything else is, what do we do recreationally while we're on these trips? Interviews. So, I have my personal recorder. I've got the USB mic. I have all of the things that we mentioned for the show that we're doing right now. And I have a tackle box, kind of a multi-purpose tackle box for all of the other things that we brought. We also are using the travel tripod for the first time at this event, if we film anything, if we record anything. We have the GoPro and its assorted cables and batteries. It's the GoPro Hero Silver, I believe. And rechargeable batteries for the personal recorder. That is actually where most of the weight in my packing is. Clothes were easy, but my small bag ended up being heavier than your carry-on bag last night because I realized I had the laptop in my small bag. Someday, 
if we ever were to become, say, VJs, we will have a much bigger kit of things to bring. But most of that's just going to be speakers. Because the rest, we can manage with what we have. I play music through my laptop. And I already bring my laptop everywhere and I know what to bring for it. Like my charger, which I remembered this time. Yay! Yay. Bradley Mather saved me last time in Florida when I didn't have my charger and he had one for his HP laptop. So he will hold a special place in, in my heart for keeping my laptop functional that weekend. Speaking of Florida and Big Bang, which we have coming up next week, that we are competing several dances in, Megan and I have been discussing whether we will continue to compete after Boston Showdown or whether we will strike out on our own and maybe just look into teaching at events. The rules with USLDCC are that you cannot receive compensation for teaching at events or teaching any of your own choreography and maintain your amateur status in competition. So then we have the dilemma of continuing to compete and enjoying that experience, having the exposure of eyeballs on the dances that we compete, potentially even winning and going on to teach at World Dance Masters, or if somebody were to offer us a teaching spot and we were to accept compensation for it and teach our own choreography, really buckling down and committing down that road because you can't go back once you do that. If anyone's listening live right now, I'd be interested in what you think would be the best choice for us at this juncture. Whether you think that we could make it as event teaching instructors without the need for competition. Megan, what are your thoughts? Oh, I guess it's my turn. No, um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say just simply because, like, like we had discussed previously, I don't actually – I haven't entered under me as a competitor, which is why I'm able to teach stuff like Can't Walk Away and K's for Kicks so that you don't teach it and, you know, lose your status. So, I mean, it, we still have that option as well is that, you know, I'll just be the one teaching – our choreography and your choreography um, but I know it's kind of disappointing that you can't teach your own choreography sometimes you know because this is something that you're proud of and you want to be able to share it with everybody but on the off chance you'll receive any kind of compensation you know it, it'll be dishonest so um, I like the idea of still you know competing but I also like the idea um, of the l trying a different adventure trying a different challenge um, and you know still obviously choreographing because that's what we love to do but you know seeing seeing what else is out there because you know why not you will be competing in Nashville next year hopefully, hopefully you say at, at UCWDC 
worlds. What are your thoughts on how training has gone for you so far? <laughs> that it's funny considering how sick I've been recently and how lack of training there was. Um, I've been watching videos that my coach, Cat Painter, has been sending me and trying to translate their information and their movements into how I'm supposed to be moving. Um, and I just received the step sheet for the rise and fall routine that I'm supposed to be learning. So I'm going to start doing that. Once I'm back from Big Bang, um, we're going to meet up in person and actually um, start working on actual, you know, training methods and coaching and sit down and figure out which events we're going to be competing at. In absolute beginner news this week, I have been working on a playlist for primarily seniors, but this could really apply to any absolute beginners. I've been working on this since Worlds when it was requested that I send a list of dances that would be good for beginners to learn in Korea. And every time I think I am nearly done with this list, new dances come my way that I look at and think, where can I squeeze this in between dances that I already have on the list? Currently, I have it structured so that every dance builds on something that comes before it. So I will give folks a preview of the sorts of dances that are currently on the list and may make it into the final draft. Starting with our one wall dances, Swingin' Thing, Rockin' Shaw, and Sugar. Sugar is by Amy Christian. Rockin' Shaw and Swingin' Thing are both by Miss Joe Thompson-Zmanski. Swingin' Thing is walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch. A couple side steps with holds and then a few side steps to the left and a clap, clap with the end. Rockin' Shaw is some rocks and cha-cha-cha, back rock, cha-cha-cha, forward rock, side rock, forward rock together, and then the same on the other side. Sugar is another walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch couple of side touch, side touch, side touch, side touch, walk around in a circle, V-step, bump your hips right, bump your hips left. So those are each their own unique sort of flavor, and I like to separate swinging thing and sugar as they both start out the same way. I wouldn't want to confuse my beginners. From there, we have just a two-steppin' Walk, walk, mambo, back, back, coaster, Charleston, box turn to the right. We have uh-huh, another one by Joe. Right heel, left heel, right heel, left heel. Step, touch, step, touch, step, touch, step, touch in place. Right heel, left heel, right heel, left heel. And then there's that Charleston again. Then we step, turn, stomp, clap, I believe. So we're building on that knowledge of the Charleston from just a two-stepping. Also in this related Charleston category is Cowboy Charleston, the classic line dance where you have a Charleston to the front, then one to the back, 
forward and back. And then to the right we go heel, heel, behind side cross or triple in place or modified sailor step. I'm not sure exactly how they describe it offhand. And then you do it again to the left, heel, heel, and then you make a quarter turn to the right with that same kind of triple. Texas barefooting. This is where we start getting points, side points into the mix. You're doing a right point together, left point together, right point together, left point together. Four walks forward and a box turn to the right. We've already done a box turn to the right at this point in just the two stepping. Building on this idea of side points, we have putting on the Ritz, where we're going to do a triple to the right, rock the left behind the right, recover the right, triple to the left, rock, recover, then do it again, triple to the right, rock, recover, triple to the left, rock, recover. That is the first half of the dance. And then we point to the right with our right toe, just like we would in Texas barefoot. But now we cross and step forward. And then we point left, cross, point right, cross, point left, cross. We finish off the dance with a jazz box, quarter turn to the right, which again, we have done twice in other dances already. And then we do another jazz box right there in place. We will see this again in we Are Family, also by Joe. Most of these are going to be Joe. We love Joe. And We Are Family, we have a vine to the right, bump hips left, right, left, right, vine to the left, bump hips right, left, right, left. We're going to shoop forward to our right corner, shoop together, shoop together. And then we will shoop to the left, left together, left together. You'll see this sort of pattern in a few other dances as well. And it is also a, a good prep for forward lock steps. It is going to be a very similar motion, except this is more diagonal, and you're just kind of dragging the foot with you. Uh, I believe this comes up in cut a rug as well. And we finish off that dance with a jazz box to the right and a jazz box in place, which again, we are already now familiar with because we've done it in putting putting on the Ritz. Somewhere along this stretch, you can drop in My Sweetheart, if you would like. My Sweetheart is folks', folks is, uh, introduction to waltz-style music because it's the song Let Me Call You Sweetheart. So you'll have one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. But she counts them all as a rolling rhythm of just one, two, three, four. And there isn't a whole lot to this dance that would confuse anyone. It's a good break. It takes the tempo down halfway through the class. It's two wall. You sway left, sway right, sway left, sway right. And then we're going to reach toward the left corner, forward and to the left, and we reach across the arms, across the chest, and reach forward to the left diagonal with the left arm. And then we do that again on the right, right to after we did left together left with the reach right together right with the reach we then sway left right left right and we make a half turn left right left right just taking nice peaceful walks to our back wall any thoughts on these first half of dances so far Meg? it's a lot of information over the podcast <laughs> No, but it's actually very valuable information because I know when 
I'm teaching something, it's really easy to be like, be able to look back at, at the group that I'm teaching him and say something like, okay, so you know the first half of the dance that we just learned, you know, three dances ago? You know, you have half of this dance already kind of situation. Um, and remember when we did this in this dance? Okay, now we're going to do it in this dance. And it kind of shows people that there is several different ways of looking at a dance. You can look at it as it's a completely brand new dance, brand new steps, or you can look at it as pieces of things that you're already familiar with. It's a vocabulary you already know. All you're doing is learning a new word here and there, um, which makes it so that people feel like they're able to actually accomplish something when they go, oh yeah, no, I totally remember that. And then, you know, it also helps reinforce that memory as well. Okie dokie. Up next, we get into Mambo territory. Starting with a four wall by Joe called Just Because. In this one we do what she calls, and I guess the, the actual name of the step, cucarachas or side mambos. You'll see this come up later in other dances. We have rock left, recover, step left together, hold, and then do that on the right. Side rock, recover, hold. Side left, recover, hold. Side rock, recover, hold. You're now halfway through the dance. We then step our left foot forward and shift the weight to the left. Left, right, left, hold. And then we step the right foot forward to the right diagonal and then shift our weight right, left, right, hold. We do that again on the left. Left, right, left, hold. Just kind of shifting weight after we step the foot forward. And then we step right, turn, bring the right together, hold. That's the entire dance. Side rock together, side rock together, side rock together, side rock together, hip, 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 hold, hip, 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 hold, hip, hip, hold, step, turn together, hold. So all we really did there mambo-wise were our side mambos. And if we are plopping down just the two-step in as early as we did, people already have the experience of the forward mambo at least once, as well as the coaster step going back. Next, you have Cajun Thing, which builds on the side mambo idea and introduces toe struts. Cajun Thing has four toe struts going forward, right toe strut, left toe strut, right toe strut, left toe strut, then you just go back, right toe strut, left toe strut, right toe strut, left toe strut, halfway through the dance. We then go side mambo, right and together, left mambos, uh, left and together. We then do a side mambo, and as we bring it back together, we make a quarter turn to the right. So we're doing right rock, recover, and then we bring it together, just like you would do with a quarter Monterey turn. And then the last is just a s simple left mambo together. So it builds on those side mambos that we did in Just Because, and it ups the tempo. And then we have Darling Mambo, which is interesting. This one, my seniors have had some trouble with at the very end. And I think just in general, Mambos confuse their weight a little bit. They're not entirely sure what to do when they're not moving in a direction, but just rocking back and forth. So we start with a Mambo forward on the left. Mambo for, um, forward, Mambo, back Mambo. So we have our left mambo going forward, right mambo going back, side mambo going left, side mambo going right. We've done side mambos in the last two dances already. 
We then do a diagonal lock step, forward, left, right, left, brush, and then a forward lock step to the right, right, left, right, brush, another forward mambo on the left, mambo on the left, and then we do a rock back, turning a quarter left. So it's, um, it's interesting. Step right back, turning a quarter left, step left to left, step right forward, hold. And there isn't really a shortened version of what that step is, but it's kind of like thinking about doing a turning mambo back when you did a forward mambo on the left, but then you do a, a turn to the left and do a right mambo back, kind, kind of, with slight adjustments. So this reinforces the idea of doing mambos in every direction, as opposed to the side mambos that we were doing in the last two dances. All right. <coughs> Then we reset a little bit, uh, assuming we keep this order. And we have Good Morning, also by Joe. Walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch. Side, right, touch, left, touch, right, touch, left, touch. Do that exact same thing again. Walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch. Side, touch, side, touch, side, touch, side, touch. And then what we're introducing here is a vine to the right, a vine to the left where we're going left behind quarter turn left step forward on the left touch right together and then we just do another vine right vine left the whole thing starts over that's the entire thing 48 counts no tags no restarts walk 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 kick back 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 touch side touch side touch side touch side touch repeat that vine right vine left with the turn vine right vine left that then comes in handy as we do the locomotion up next with the locomotion, we're doing rocking chairs. So now we're adding to our knowledge from having just done mumbos to rocking chairs, where we're rocking forward and we're rocking back as part of the same motion. So our weight starts on the left. We rock forward and back and forward and triple in place, right, left, right. We then do that again on the left. Rock forward and back and forward and triple in place. So we did right, left, right on the right side. Now we're starting on the left on the left, so we triple left, right, left. Weight is now on the left. The end of this dance is exactly what we did in Good Morning. Vine to the right, vine to the left with a quarter, vine to the right, vine to the left. So they can build half of that dance off of what they've already done while introducing the new step of a rocking chair. Say lovey baby, kind of dropped in here because it's one that my, my learners already knew. You're doing some hip bumps. Right twice, left twice, right twice, left twice. Just bumping hips. And at this point you will already have done hip bumps in place in uh, sugar. Because at the end you bump twice to the right and twice to the left. That's sugar by Amy Christian. So after those hip bumps, you then do some heel switches. Right heel, left heel, right heel, left heel. And at this point you've already done that before in aha. Uh -huh. Now we're going to do some forward lock steps. Right, left, right, brush, left, right, left, brush. And again, we've already done that. We've done forward lock steps starting on the left in a previous dance, which was one of the dances that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> I think it was Darling Mambo. Yes, perhaps. Forward Mambo back, Mambo side, Mambo side, Mambo forward lock, forward lock, Mambo. Yes, it was Darling Mambo. So we've already done forward lock steps with brushes. And then we finish Say Lovey Baby with step, hold, turn, hold, right, left, clap, clap. 
And if you'll recall from AHA, uh -huh, we've already done, after the Charleston we did in AHA, uh -huh, step, hold, turn, hold, and the end of that one was just uh, step right, clap, because we didn't have the um, additional space for more counts the way we do in this one. Here we have step, hold, turn, hold, right, left, clap, clap. Before, in AHA, uh -huh, we had the two extra counts of the Charleston. But without the Charleston here, we just have a little more room. So, again, say la vie, baby. Builds on previous dances. Twist them. Very similar to say la vie, baby. So rather than confuse my, my learners by putting them back to back, I've got Rita's waltz dropped in in between them. Sort of an end of class dance. You could finish off the class with this one if you wanted. It's a forward balance, back balance. So left, right, left, and then we go back. Right, left, right forward, left, right, left, back, right, left, right. And then we do a twinkle crossing left, right, left, and then we cross the right over to do another twinkle, right, left, right, do another left twinkle, cross left, right, left. And here you can check the step sheet for all the different ways this differs. You can make it a one wall dance and just do another twinkle. You can do a cross right, turn a quarter, step forward left, step in place right, and not have a turn. Or you can turn a quarter, step right, turn over your right shoulder, step back on the left, keep turning and step forward on the right, and then restart the dance by stepping forward on the left. There's a sweetheart position version that you could do as well. So a lot of options for the end of Rita's Waltz, but twist them. So twist them, four wall, like Say Love You Baby. And this one, you twist in place for eight counts. Twist two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We then step right foot to right side and kick the left across the right like you're doing kicks from the Rockettes, like you're in a chorus line or something. Step, kick across, step the left down, kick the right across, repeat that, step right, kick left, step left, kick right. And then we're gonna shoop. Our, our shoops are gonna look like the Supremes. So we're shoop twice to the right and twice to the left. And if you'll recall, we've already done this in We Are Family, where we're shooping forward into the diagonal, to the right. And then we turn to the right, hold, turn a half over our left, and shift to the left, hold, and then I believe it's like right, left, clap, clap. Almost exactly the same as the end of Say La Vie Baby, except we're not stepping forward and then turning, we're turning to the right and then turning a half. We still end up that quarter turn to the left. So that's where you could finish class if you wanted. But why do that when we can instead delay the process of releasing this step sheet and add more dances? <laughs> yeah, so we have, uh, for example, <clears throat> shackles, building on our toe struts. Right toe strut, left toe strut, rocking chair, rock forward and back and. So we've already done toe struts, we've already done a rocking chair. Do a couple more toe struts. Right toe strut, left toe strut, jazz box to the right, quarter. So now we, we, we've done that before as well in several dances. Um, we're halfway through. Vine to the right, together, twist heels, left, center, left, center. And then we're going to do another vine to the left, left, together, left, together. And then twist heels, right, center, right, center. That's the whole dance. So the twisting is similar to what we did in Twistum, except we're only turning we're only twisting in the one direction 
Um, once we are in place together, we twist to the left, and then when we go the other way, we twist to the right. We're not twisting back and forth, like you're squeezing juice out of an orange or something. All right, Little Love Storm. Again, c this uses all the, dan the, the steps that we've used so far. We start with um, side touch, so step, touch, step, touch, and step together, step, touch, which you'll see also in Cut a Rug. So we've done step touches before, side touch, side touch, in uh-huh, as well as, there was another one, good morning. <coughs> and then step together, step touch, that's basically a vine, but without crossing behind yourself. Um, and then we go to the left, step touch, step touch, step together, step touch. That's half of a little love storm. We then do step hold, turn hold, step hold, turn hold which we do in Cut a Rug, uh, which you'll see in just a moment. And then two toe struts, right toe strut, left toe strut, which we've done in many dances, including we just did in Shackles. And then we do a quarter turn in the jazz box to the right, and then you're done. So since you did t step hold, turn hold, step hold, turn hold, you turn the whole half, and then you jazz boxed your way back to the right. That's all of Little Love Storm. Again, builds on everything we've done so far. Cut a rug, very similar to a lot of things we've done. Um, step, touch, step, touch, step together, step, touch, step, touch, step, touch, step together, step, touch. Which also, incidentally, is very similar to our soon-to-be-released dance, I Want to Spoon, uh, to the song By the Light of the Silvery Moon by Doris Day. Yay! Yay! So that's how Cut a Rug starts. And then, I believe we have our forward diagonal drags. We step right, slide the left together, right, slide the left together. Or actually, do we start with a K step first? I think we do a K step. So we have side touch, side touch, side together, side touch, side touch, side touch, side together, side touch. K step, forward touch, back touch, back touch, forward touch, yes. And then we do our forward diagonals. Uh, forward to the right, forward to the left. You will recognize those forward right and forward left motions from We Are Family. Step, hold, turn, hold, step, hold, turn, hold. And those we did in A Little Love Storm. This is a two-wall dance, though. This is why I've saved this for near the end of this list, because almost everything we've done so far has been four-wall. My seniors can handle four-wall more easily than two-wall, because they can watch you directly on the first wall. They can kind of watch you in the corner of their eye on the side walls. And on the back, they might be a little lost, but it's okay, because soon they're going to be on another side wall. If it's only two-wall, you've lost them for half the dance. I very seldom have a back wall leader the way that I enjoy having with you. And on the back wall, if they don't know the steps, if they haven't done them a gajillion times, they have trouble remembering what they're supposed to do independently. They're, they're a lot easier. Of, it, it's easier for them to follow, which is fine. So yeah, cut a rug, two wall. It builds on things we've already done, but you might lose them on the back wall. Uh, victory Shout. Victory Shout is also one that builds on other dances. You may song change, you may keep it to the original if you would like. And this one starts out with uh, step right touch, step left touch, step right touch, step left touch. So you're just doing step touches in place. Like we mentioned, we did that in Aha, uh -huh, we did that in, uh, kind of, we did that in A Little Love Storm and um, the other one, Cut a Rug. We definitely did it in Aha, uh -huh, so we did it exactly as it's written in Ahan uh -huh Good Morning. And then we do 
vine right with some hand motions that you can read about in the step sheet. Otherwise, it's just vine right and vine left. Uh, we've done vine rights and vine lefts and lots of dances. Um, although, I don't think we've ever done just side toes, side toes. Can we do side together, side toes, side together, side touch in any dance without... Well, if we have, you can you can refer to earlier parts of this list. All right, then we do the double hip walk right, where we step the fo uh, right foot forward and bump hips forward, right, left, right. We step left, right, left, and do the same thing, shifting weight left, right, left. We did that already in Just Because, where we're stepping in that one forward, bumping left, right, left, then step forward, right, left, right, just shifting weight. So in Victory Shout, we're doing it with the right leading. And then we step half turn, step quarter turn, stomp, stomp, triple clap. That's where it's different. This one is interesting because it adds more turning than we're used to. We had previously mostly just been going a quarter turn at a time with the exception of a little love storm and cut a rug which takes us a full half around and then little love storm uh, brings us back the other direction by a quarter. Victory Shout takes us a full three quarters around before we stomp stomp triple clap and also of note it is stomp stomp triple clap not stomp stomp clap clap like at the end of say love you baby and at the end of twist on baby it's still true is interesting this is a one wall dance by rosie multari i just taught it last monday it's a kind of a complex dance for being one wall i don't really know where to slot this one in but anyway we have uh side slide right and then three rocks so right takes a wide step to the right left foot slides next to right no weight and then rock left behind right recover rock forward on left recover rock back on left recover so we step right uh, we have one slide it together two rock three four rock forward five six rock back seven eight so side, together, rock, rock, rock. Do the same thing on the other side. Left side, together-ish, back rock, forward rock, back rock. And then we do what kind of looks like a Z step, if that's a thing that exists. We step the, the right to the right side. We step, uh, so it's uh, side right, right side, step, touch left. Step left, touch right. And then we shoot forward to the right diagonal which we've done now in We Are Family as well as Cut a Rug. And then we do a step touch, step touch, leading with the left, and then we shoot backwards down that left diagonal, or left and rear diagonal. It's the same exact line that we shoot forward for on the right. So we have step, touch, step, touch, forward to the right, step, touch, step, touch, back to the left. So this is an interesting one. The side rocks are reminiscent of, or the step side and then the rocks forward and back and forward kind of remind one of Rock and Chaw, which was that first one wall we did. So maybe you could teach this right after that. But then the step touches are also kind of foreshadowing, if you teach it early, of all the step touches we're going to do later as well as the shooping. So I think even though it's one wall, I would save this for after some of the other more symmetrical dances. And then finally, well maybe finally, and ultimately, finally, we have The Majestic by Frank Trace. Another one wall that we just recently added. 
where we step the right, we're just gonna do a K step. Uh, so forward touch, back touch, back touch, forward touch. And then we turn a quarter to the right as we walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch. Nothing new. We did a K step in cut a rug. We did a walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch in swinging thing, in good morning, in sugar, all very similar to what we've done so far. We step touch to the right, so right touch, left touch, and then we do a quarter turn to our left and do another step right touch, step left touch. And then we do our stepping our right foot forward, we do bump, 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 clap, and then we step our left foot forward, bump, 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 clap. And where have we done that before? We've done it in Just Because, as well as in Victory Shout. So, all very similar steps to what we've done. He just throws in a few quarter turns right before the execution of some of these steps. And then, the reason I say penultimately, finally, we have, since we've done K-steps now in several dances, and they're just standard K-steps, we finish them in the same direction that we started them. If you would like, you could add the four wall dance, absolute beginner dance, K is for kicks. Would you like to describe for us the structure of K is for kicks? Uh, probably not as well as you, being the fact that you are the choreographer, but you have a right heel out, bring it back in, step on it, left heel out, bring it back in, then step on it, and this time you do it two times on your right. So you put your heel out, bring it in, put your heel back out, and then step. Like the hokey pokey. Yeah, kind of like that. Then you do the same sequence, only starting on the left, so that's half the dance already. Here's where you start your K-step. So you do your forward to right diagonal touch, back to the center. You step back on that K-step, come back to the center. As you're coming back to the center, you actually brush or scuff. What did you write it as? That is an excellent question. <laughs> I would say probably brush. All right. Um, so then you brush as you make a quarter turn to the left and step down. You shimmy for two counts as you bring your left in, and then you step out to the left and shimmy for two counts as you bring your right in. That is the whole dance. So you have your heels, and then you break the symmetry by adding the double heel for the last time and then you bring the symmetry back in in the sense that not only do you have left heel right heel but then it just mirrors your first eight counts and you add that k step in there and it adds that quarter turn so it takes a step that they're already familiar with and changes it ever so slightly and then it finishes off with some you know fun little movements where you're stepping to the side and essentially holding and then bringing your feet together and then stepping back out to the side and holding only we add shimmies because that's where it it's fun to hit in the music so solid description I would recommend your teach of that dance any day of the week <laughs> there's a few that you did not include that I love to teach go uh, for it I wouldn't necessarily say they're absolute beginners, but they're definitely beginner dances that I know a lot of my students have loved. Um, some of them being, uh, the first one is Rockin' the Wagon Wheel by Jamie Marshall. Definitely builds on prior knowledge. 
you have uh, the two lockstep, so you start on your right, go lockstep, and you scaff go uh, left lockstep. Here's where you have a turning, a quarter turn jazz box with toe struts. So you have a bunch of new combination, or a new combination with a bunch of familiar moves. And then you have two side mambos, one's to the right, one's to the left, and then you have two rocking chairs forward and back. Um, and then you start over. And it pretty much just builds on everything that you'd already done. Um, Let's see. So the forward lock steps, those are in Sailor Bee Baby. And the toe strut turning jazz box would be sort of, well, I mean, you could just take anywhere where I mentioned a toe strut and say, there's your toe strut. And anywhere where there's a turning jazz box and say, there's your turning jazz box. And then the side mambos, we've definitely mentioned several, including uh, Cajun Thang and... Uh, just because. And then the forward uh, rocking chair we've done in the locomotion. Now. And shackles. I would say this one, it really varies on uh, which one comes to mind first because I always teach the other one right after. So, it, you know, it, it'll change. Um, I very much enjoy Bullfrog on a Log, um, which is. Kef something, I apologize. Decaney. Decaney, there you go. Um, and then Love You More by Amy and Darren Bailey. Um, definitely new concepts for good portions of those uh, with the bullfrog on the log. You have, you have walk forward, walk back. And technically, there you put your heel out, but you can also just kick depending on how your students, you know, adapt and whatnot but you'll just put your heel out and then walk back and then you do a grapevine to the right and to the left and here's where things get different but still kind of familiar territory where you do two right heel forwards step right to the side and left together and then you do the same thing on the left um, and then to finish off the dance you do two heel forwards two toe touches backwards step, turn, stomp, stomp. So it's pretty symmetrical. Um, hardest part is going to be that heel, heel, side, heel, heel, side part, and then remembering to do the forward, forward, back, back. Um, obviously, like, the way I just described it is how I teach it so that they know that there's a difference between heel forward two times and go to the side and heel forward two times and then do two toe touches. Um, I had to figure out the best way to describe how to um, how to get give them warning enough. Speaking of warning, we continue to navigate the highways of Southern California as we make our way to Palm Springs and drive right past <laughs> an exit for Palm Springs. But there may be other ways to, to head to that location. We are going to pull up the Maps app. This has been a most helpful app while we have been driving. Uh, the Google Maps app, as, as well as Waze, are, are both useful for finding out where there are slowdowns and, oh wow, apparently we're only 16 minutes away. And uh, there is another, indeed, there is another way to get to the same place. This is, this is lovely. This is joyous news. All right. 
Uh, looks like we're going to stay on this road, and then eventually we'll be making a right turn. We are within within throwing distance of a very large rock that I don't think I could lift uh, of Palm Springs. I think when it landed, it would probably kick up some dust because we're in the desert. <coughs> Anyhow, uh, oh. Yes, it looks like we, we have just uh, a drive down this road and then a right turn at exit 120. I'm liking it. I'm liking the look of it. Okay, so you were saying. Um, so that's uh, Bullfrog on a Log. And then Love You More is a cute, awesome beginner dance. It's fun. It's peppy. Um, and that particular one starts off a little bit different and has the easier part to finish off the dance. So the nice thing about that one is if you can get them through the first half of the dance, they will have the second, no problem. Um, the first being you point your right toe out to the side, you touch it back in, you step to the side, and then you touch your left toe next to your right. You repeat the same thing on your left. And here is where I thought was quite clever of the two of them being Amy and Darren. You have two V-steps, so you're going to step out diagonal with the right, out diagonal with the left, but instead of just keeping it a regular V-step, which I always have them practice a few times, just because I don't think we have any other dances right now that include V-steps. Um, oh yeah, the only one I would be able to think of is the ending of Sugar. After okay. you do your dance around in a circle, uh, you do out, out, in, in, bump right, bump okay. left. Okay, so yeah, so we do have a V-step already, cool. Um, then... This time, instead of just stepping in, in, you're actually going to do a quarter turn. So you actually, as you step your right foot back in, pulling your right shoulder back, you do the right quarter turn. Then you step to the left together. And then you do the same thing. So you do it two times in a row. So you end up, it's a two-wall dance. So you end up facing the front and the back. And then from here is where it gets nice and fun and easy for everybody because it's just a grapevine right, grapevine left, walk forward, kick, and walk back. So then you just start the whole process over. The nice thing about this one is, one, it's a great, cute, fun dance. It's got that weird change of the V-step, which I think is genius, um, to make it fun and interesting for people. It's also the first half or the A portion of Darren's dance, Sweet Caroline. So you can actually... Be teach them this one and as they get better and they get more confident you can then teach them Sweet Caroline which is a little bit more complicated um, because just because of the B section and the fact that it is phrased and this way um, you know they'll be able to already know half the dance so I know it's, it's one of my my people's favorites Speaking of V-steps, there's one that you like to teach called Mr. Put-It-Down A-B by Juliet Lamb. That one has uh, quite a variety of steps in it. It's uh, a regular sampler platter of, um, of a lot of the ones that we've done already now that I think about it. Um, oh, yeah, if I can think of it top of my head. So it definitely starts with the walk, 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 kick. walk, walk, walk kick. Back, 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 touch. Back, 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 touch. And then from there, you do the right side touch, left side touch. Then you do the V-step, out, out, in, in. You do rock, rocking chair, rock forward and back two times. 
Now this is where a lot of the younger folks in the bar ventures have added uh, step pivots instead of just rocking chairs. Um, then you step your right forward, you have some heel bounces, but as you bounce your heels, you're actually turning a quarter turn to the left, and I believe it's three heel bounces. So one more than you would do in uh, The Beast. And then you, you to finish it off, you do a just square, which we've done in plenty of dances at this point. So Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun ones out there that have built on each other and have definitely been able to, you can ladder your students up. Hold on a second, we're getting navigation. <laughs> um, and then this way they feel accomplished, they feel like they've, things are familiar to them, so it's not this huge stretch, you're not jumping them from a one wall dance that's just walk forward and back, side together, side together, to something, you know, that's advanced phrased with arm movements and, you know, jumping jacks and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to have a schedule of, of difficulty level for dances that are familiar for your students. You know, another one that I've seen you teach before that builds on previously learned steps and combinations and introduces the coaster step if you were to teach it before, say, um, just a two-step in. What can you tell us about I'm Free? Um, I would love to tell you a lot, but considering the fact that we're going to be making some navigational... Hot dog. I think I'll describe I'm Free. All right, so we have a walk, 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 kick and then back, back, and you'd think back, 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 touch, right? But no, here's the twist. Now you're doing back, back, coaster step. For many, this might be the first time they see a coaster step. Now, either way, even if they were to do uh, walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch, your weight ends on the left and your right toe is making contact with the ground. If you were to just do that as a walk, walk, kick, back, 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 touch, that's fine. If you do the walk, 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 kick, back, left, back, right, coaster step the left foot is forward the weight is on the left and their right foot is still somewhere on the ground but the weight isn't on it they can fake it if they don't know the coaster step if they if they're having trouble with that triple they can just do back 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 touch all right so then you have vine uh, step touch step touch vine to the right touch and this is similar to what we've done in a little love storm as well as cut a rug and then when we go the other direction uh, step, touch, step, touch, uh, vine, left, quarter, uh, quarter turn, stepping forward on the left, brush. This is similar to what we've done in locomotion or the locomotion, as well as good morning, where you do your vine to the right and then you have your vine to the left with a quarter turn. So th the difference being here we all we have the uh, step touches in there as well. Can I interrupt you real quick? Because my navigation just told me to turn right after the jack-in-the-box. <laughs> That's kind of fantastic. <laughs> I've never had one say turn right after a landmark before. All right. So after the brush, we then do a jazz box in place, which we, at this point, will have done in We Are Family, as well as putting on the Ritz. After you do your turning jazz box, you just do a jazz box in place. Uh, and... 
you finish it all off with... I don't even know where we're at. After the jazz box, um, jazz box oh, in out, place. Out. Yes. Yeah, so it's um, out, out, hold, in, in, knee, pop. So I'm going to let you describe the rest of that. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. And I appreciate your attention to keeping us alive. Uh, so we have out, out, which is almost, if you, if you were to do this as like a slow V step, it would be out, out, in, in. Uh, so it would just be out, out, in, in, which at this point we will have done in a couple other dances. But because it's, it's got a little bit of a extra jazz to it, you have the syncopated out, out, hold, in, in, and you take what would otherwise be just a held count, you would, you know, if you just simplified it as out, out, in, in, um, that would be just a V step with you know syncopation and holds. But this is out, out, in, in, and you pop, you pop your heels up and your knees forward, and then bring the feet down. So it uh, makes it a little more interesting than if you were just to do jazz box, in, place, out, out, in, in. Yeah. So that's I'm Free, choreographed by, I want to say, Jill Babinek, Raymond Sarlemagne, and Roy Verdonk. Yep. Yeah. So that would be another absolute beginner dance to bring to your class. Recently, Donnie Allen was, so, uh, was generous enough to post uh, what he's been doing in his class lately. And I will read verbatim what uh, he has written. <coughs> Good morning, line dancers. Here's a list of dances I have taught or going to teach to our new beginners. The first nine are the ones I have already taught from one wall, two wall, and four wall. They are older dancers to newer ones. Sorry for not getting on them sooner. Or them on sooner. Sugar by Amy Christian. Catch 32 by Kay Amburn. Rub It In by Kathy Heller. Good Morning by Joe Thompson Szymanski and Michelle Holloway. Rocket to the Sun by Madison Glover. Are You Missing Me by Ron Bloy. Elsie Side Slide by Sue Ann Amon. Fun for All by Sue Ann Amon. Mama Maria by Frank Trace. She's out of sight by myself. Donnie Allen. Oh, I see. She's out of sight by myself, the writer of the post, Donnie Allen. <laughs> Stings like a B. Ah, ah, because it's absolute beginner by Allison Biggs and Peter Metelnik, otherwise known as Peter and Allison. Crazier times ten by Kef Decaney. Rolling into 2018 by Pat Newell. Spilled Whiskey by Michaela Svensson Erlinson. A Little Love Storm by Norman Gifford and Joe Thompson Szymanski. Hand Clappin' by Carol Paquette and Beverly Warden. Nimby EZ, which we've done in Dolly's class, by Michaela Micah Erlinson. <coughs> Ms. Jody's Thang by Ed Williams. I will be picking from the second group as we go along. There will be no, they're in no specific order. So these are dances that he has either already taught or will be teaching to his beginner class. Speaking of Dolly's class, 
there are also a couple that are popular there. If you want to go slightly beyond absolute beginner, we've got Won't Back Away. Not to be confused with Can't Walk Away, but Won't Back Away is by some of the European folks, I, as I recall. And then we also have Float Your Boat. I think it's either Floats Your Boat or Float Your Boat. And then we also have Nimby Easy, as mentioned. I think at some point she did Storybook Endings or Storybook Ending by Neil Hale. And let's see what else there is. Off the top of my head, she's done Stitches, I think. That's a little bit trickier. Some more turns, a little less symmetrical. Uh, we've got I Got a Woman. That one has been popular at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. Zoom, zoom, we have a motorcyclist going by. Doesn't look to be a beginner on the road because he's looking, oh boy, and some kind of GT moving very swiftly along through the streets of Palm Springs. We are heading to the Oasis Condominiums, I believe. That, that may be where we are on our way to for lodging here in sunny Palm Springs, California. The weather outside is sunny with a few clouds coming over the hills. Very pleasant. The palm trees are just kind of trickling in the wind, reflecting the sunshine. And the weather, as it is described on Google, or as some like to call it, the Google, is 54 degrees Fahrenheit, which is Celsius for... I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't actually say. I thought it said 33 degrees, but that's actually what it's going to be at night. Can you believe it's going to get near freezing tonight in Palm Springs? That is shocking to me. Near freezing. It's near freezing. 32 degrees Fahrenheit is freezing. Wait, it says the. What? It says if uh, if we're in Redlands, is it? Is this Redlands? Where are we? It should be Palm Springs, but if this is Redlands, which it might not be. So I wonder if Redlands is near Palm Springs. Let's say, let's type in directly, weather, Palm Springs. It feels warmer than 55. Oh, here we are. 72. That sounds more accurate. It is exactly 72 right now. It's going to hit a low of 48, not freezing. Still chilly. Still chilly. Might want to wear a jacket or get to sleep early. All right. Looks like we are within 11 minutes of our destination, as well as 22 minutes of 3 o'clock. Pacific time. It has been an exciting week in line dance for us. From teaching at Ellen's classes last week, we were at the high beginner class, we were at Anita's intermediate class, and then after that, we were at another of her beginner classes. We were very surprised to see just how many line dancers there are in Sonoma County. It seems like they've all been hiding, but then we went to her classes, and that's where they were all huddled up together, sharing space in these relatively small rooms. <laughs> we hope to encourage them to come out to Vegas Dance Explosion this year, as it will be one of the most local large events for them. And it's a mere flight away and several months away so that they can save up for that trip. And there is a robust beginner program at Vegas Dance Explosion. I highly recommend any international travelers come out and check it out as well. 
can take a look at the strip during the day if that is your thing. The strip is what's um, uh, the name given to the many casinos on, I want to call it Las Vegas Boulevard. I don't know, actually. That sounds about right. And um, it's an experience unlike any in the world that I've seen for its size. Casinos of every shape and size and color, pyramids and miniature New York and a pirate ship. The West Gate just kind of looks like the West Gate. It's an angled building. They don't have the pirate ship anymore? What happened? They stopped the pirate ship show. No, there's no more pirate ship show. So what do they do at Treasure Island then? Or is there a Treasure Island? I don't think there's a Treasure Island anymore. Oh my. I wonder. I don't know. You can tell how often we leave the ballroom, right? Yeah. Yeah, this trip will be uh, ending each evening on the earlier side. I believe that they have the room secured until shortly before 12, and we all need to be out of there by 12 sharp, like 11.59 if possible. And the air conditioning is set by some off-site office, so we will make do. I brought fans. I mean, I mentioned all the other things that we brought. I brought paper and uh, brought books, but I also brought two hand fans that say I'm a dance fan and a powered fan that runs on one AA battery. And it spritzes water at you, if you ask it nicely. And squeeze the trigger. <laughs> and what can you tell me about your earrings that you're wearing today? Oh, they're my dragonfly earrings that I got from Super J Mart. What is Super J Mart? For those of us who, uh, who have yet to make a, a, sh a, a trip there and purchase an item. Super J Mart is John Robinson's, um, I guess, booth, you could say, that he has at uh, many of the different line dance events that he goes to, where he custom makes bracelets and necklaces and earrings and these particular earrings I have probably been looking at for what, like three or four events now? And I keep asking him why he still has them. And so finally at Worlds, I bought them from him and I said, fine, I'll take them. They're mine now. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of really nice jewelry and um, they're actually replacing the other pair that I received from him back in, um, Colorado Springs for Pikes Peak Line Dance or Bust event, um, which unfortunately I I did lose in the fire, but I now have new special ones. So yeah. For anybody who would like to hear what fire is that Megan referred to, I'm sure she would be happy to tell you at length all about it at the next dance event that you see her in, <laughs> or not. You're also welcome to go to linedancepodcast.com and look up the episode, Megan's Wildfire Reflections. <laughs> um, but anybody who cares, there is news on that. We are we are officially got um, the ball rolling. We've, we've got a lot of the inspection done, and now I think we're, we're looking at setting up the time for um, a construction worker to come out and start uh, building. We have the uh, new blueprints, I think, from what I've been told. And, yeah, so things are going forward. So, yay! All right. Also this week in Line Dance, we had Twin Oaks 
last Thursday where we taught some beginner dances. Got some regulars as well as uh, a few new people. And then the next night, we were at the Kickin' Country Girls workshop where we were both deathly ill, but we're not deathly Ill. we were it's dangerously ill. <laughs> we were woozy and uh, didn't show it. So there. We, uh, we know how to dance through our sickness. Um, they taught I'm Free. Nicole taught, N Nicole Patchett and the Kicking Country Girls taught I'm Free. Deanna taught Sweet Sensation. Uh, or, no, I think Nicole taught Sweet okay. Sensation. Uh, Deanna taught Your First Name, I want to say, by John Robinson. Yeah. And we demoed something we had been working on recently. Right. Crank it up by Frank Trace. Right, that was a little bonus teach at the end. Was uh, uh, Frank Trace crank it up? It's got some real groovy hip action in there, and is a very different dance from the one that we're used to, which is going ham. So let's see. We had Twin Oaks. We had all those teaches in Santa Rosa at Finley. We had Kicking Country Girls Workshop. Saturday. Did we do anything on Saturday dance-wise that you can recall? Um, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday was Doug and Jackie's thing. That's what that was. <laughs> yes, we were still very ill all day. Uh, but we made it out to the evening event, which was uh, the Country Quick Steppers hosting You Can Dance 6 in Belmont, California, at the Belmont Sports Complex. Um, Doug and Jackie Miranda flew out from Tennessee. Lovely people. Uh, we went afterwards to a, a small gathering of the dancers uh, on Sunday. And we played uh, a game very similar to charades called Gestures, I believe. Yeah. And we saw Norm Gifford and uh, Annie, the president of Quick Steppers. Marcy was there, Marcy Walters. Uh, and, of course, Doug and Jackie were there. Jackie is one of the cutest living things I have seen on earth, including fluffy bunny rabbits and koala bears. <laughs> and Doug is a lucky dude to have that kind of positivity and energy around him um, as his life partner. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I was very pleased with just how everything just seemed to be very easy, very welcoming, very fun and energetic on um, Sunday. We were also feeling much better on Sunday though too, so there's that. <laughs> but, yeah. As promised, I have the list here of places from which people tune in to Line Dance Podcast. <coughs> Alright, in the last ten episodes, the top cities have been, so here are your shoutouts everyone, 18%, Fort Erie, Ontario. 15%. San Jose, Santa Catarina. I have no idea how that is such a large number. I would love to know who's out there listening to us. 10% Mountain View, California. 10% Grayson, Grassonville? Grassonville, Maryland? Maryland? Grassonville, Maryland. Yeah. 9% Santa Rosa, California. Yay! Local for us. 8% Orlando, Florida. Hello, Orlando. 8% St. Paul, Minnesota. 
8% Bellevue, Washington, 7% Cardiff, and 7% Pool. Looking at our top countries, we have, as you might expect, 46% United States, 17% Canada, 12% Brazil, that's how that song goes, 6% United Kingdom, 5% Spain, 5% New Zealand, 4% Togo, 3% Switzerland, 1% Saudi Arabia, and 1% Chile. I would love to know if we've met any of those people in person. Uh, I would love to meet them in person at a future dance event if we haven't already. And I would like to know also, how did they find out about this show in those other countries? We have all-time total plays in the double digits of thousands. That's exciting. Our number one listened episode is still a deeper look. Lonely Drum by Darren Mitchell, with several mm -hmm, of listens, several hundred of listens. Uh, devices, this may interest some. 46% listen on Apple iOS, 39% listen on other, 11% Android, 4% iTunes, and that's it. There's 0% for these other ones that they have mentioned. Mobile and tablet, Apple. 65%. Android, only 17%. Other, 13%. Apple iPad, 5%. That's a lot of Apple owners. That is a Vast majority. So we may need to see what we're doing on the iTunes store or in the Apple store that, uh, that represents us to that demographic. On desktop, 46% listen with whatever other means. 32% listen via Chrome, 12% on iTunes, 7% Firefox, 2% Internet Explorer. We have been on Move Radio for nearly a year at this point. This, I believe, is Move Radio episode 043. And it'll be a full year when we hit 052 at the end of March. I believe we started in April of last year. So we'll see how we're doing in April. We'll do a full retrospective of the Move Radio experiment that this has been. Megan and I were talking recently about how many of the early episodes involved us on the way to a dance event or Stoney's Rock and Rodeo for a night of dancing. And we would just record with the lapel mics and we'd post whenever we posted. Uh, having the live show has been interesting. Uh, definitely a different experience, having a place to tune in live every week. Uh, of course, we always open it up for folks to chat live with us as we are on the air. So if you see that it's 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time on a Thursday and you would like to shoot us a message and join the conversation, you are welcome to. Uh, naturally, we thank everybody 
who has listened to us for this year plus of episodes uploaded to liondancepodcast.com. And it'll be interesting to see where the Line Dance Podcast production team goes from here. If there's anything that you see in the future of Line Dance and you think, yeah, but nobody could pull off that kind of thing, let us know. We'll see what we can do. Are there any ideas that you have had about Line Dance that uh, you think that you'd like to see in the community in the future? Um, yes, there's been tons. However, at the moment, I got a whole lot of nothing. I've been very focused on getting to where we need to be alive. Good. <laughs> very good. We have a list here of all sorts of things that we hope to get on at some point in the future. We've got first line dance in space. That's an important uh, milestone to hit. Demo video concepts. Uh, a line dance near you app where people can see where the nearest line dance class or night is. Um, looking up old dances and recording videos for those dances where they don't exist online or on Coppernod. Keeping them alive for a new generation. Let's see. It'll be interesting to see in World Line Dance Newsletter where there may have been features previously that are no longer there. Maybe those would be interesting to bring back. And we will definitely keep you updated as the weekend goes on with bullet points that we will touch upon in the future. We have arrived at the Oasis Resort in Palm Springs. and We are going to find out how one opens the gate <laughs> so that Maybe we can go inside and hit the pool. Thank you for tuning in this week as every week. This has been Christopher Gonzalez with Megan Barcelia on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. Until next time, we will see, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.